You are not alone, Steve. That was really oh. loud. God. I'm excited. Scary. <laughs> F*** all y'all. I'm gonna turn myself down a little bit. Dang it, man, dude. <laughs> I, we were having such... The, the most enjoyable part was not having to go back and insert beeps into the YouTube version, into the audio version. Wait, You're did back I curse already? Ten yes. What did I say? Ten seconds in. You what said the F word. Oh, did I really? Well, yeah. I mean, ten seconds. Damn it. <laughs> Welcome back, me. Hi, everybody. Uh, good to see you all. First, uh, I just wanted to address this. Uh, sorry, I've been long. So, I've, uh, sorry, I've been long gone. I feel like I've been gone for like three months, but I think it's only been what, like, f four weeks. So about a month. Four or five weeks. Yeah, um, I had a lot of shit going on in real life, and a lot of shit I needed to deal with, and I've been kind of... You can cut this part out, Steve, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been kind of needing to take care of myself, and that's something I'm bad at, so I finally did it. I had to say I'm taking a break for myself, and I did. Um, lots of new things happened. I shaved my face. I got my first dose of the vaccine on my birthday, and I'm getting my second dose this weekend. Um, and you know things are things are kind of going okay. So, sorry for sorry for being away. There's always a part of me that feels like I was letting people down by not being here, but there's another part of me that thinks the show is better off without me as well because my brain is screwed up. I don't but, like either of those parts. Well, I don't you know, like it, either of those parts because, dude. Dude, they both exist. we love you. They they exist, but I I have the right to say that I don't like those parts because we love you, we appreciate the work you do, and we want you to be healthy. We love having you on the show because I feel like this show is much better with you. Well, then we need some new standards in here. Um, it's my man. No, <laughs> I'm no, not no, no, taking no. a compliment. You you bring you bring the level up. Like, like we start with Steve, we're down here. Nah, I it, think, it, I think it, you got when, this backwards, Steve. When Sharpie and Alon come into the fray, it, we go to the ceiling. But I, I am baseline right here. So I think you got it backwards. Uh, but, but anyway, people aren't here down. to people aren't here to hear us quabble about not being able to take compliments. So I do appreciate the welcome back. Uh, I've missed you guys legit. Like every Tuesday, I, like I always was like, oh, I need to do it, but I needed to put life first. Anywho, I can't have your, so Animate Sam says, can't have my BOV sandwich without the Elon ham parts? I'm Jewish, so I don't, I can't be the ham. We need to find something else here. All right. You're the rye bread. <laughs> I'll take it. I could even be the brown mustard. I'm cool with the brown mustard, although I'm, maybe I'm. I'm not a fan of brown mustard. Really? I'm not a fan of yellow mustard either. Really? Dang. Really? Just like, like if, if it's. In a small, if it's mixed in with other condiments, sure. But I am just—I'm not a big fan of tons of mayo, and I get crap for it all the time because that means that basically rules out potato salad for me. Because <laughs> it's like it's either all mustard, oops, all mustard, or oops, all mayo, and then <laughs> just no. Although uh, Sh uh, Sharp FGC says you have to be the mayo because you're the squeeze. You're the main squeeze. There are other things. I can I at least be the aioli. 
Sure. That sounds better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. Anyway, Steve, again, people aren't here to see us discuss food. Although, that may be a hint for something in the future. I'm not saying anything other than that. Uh, We're bringing back the Marvel bars. Oh, please don't. I So, <laughs> I saw you put that on the drive, and it said, don't open until I say so. And that would have been fine if it wasn't for the fact that I saw a giant thumbnail of the red bar of death. That was the Marvel bar. So, good thing I wasn't here for that. Uh, I appreciate that. Anyway, Steve, we got some we got some stuff on the docket today. Let's get us into the segment of which we call the world famous main squeeze ace king offsuit recap. All got right. There. So we've <laughs> we there man, those pauses were like eleven months pregnant. Yeah. Uh, I'm a uh, we got two. <laughs> uh, so, the biggest event that's been taking place over these past couple weeks is uh, the We Play Ultimate Fighting League. Uh, there, there's been three, there are three different competitions within the season Mortal Kombat, Soul Calibur 6, and Tekken 7. Uh, Soul, or Mortal Kombat took place. Uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Um, obviously, we were off last week, uh, so we couldn't get to this. But did want to bring up Sonic Fox. What a performance once again. Uh, they took out Tekken Master in the grand final, ran it back. Uh, they lost to Tekken Master in uh, winner's final, but got the run back, knocked off Rewind, got the run back, dominated the second set. So once again, Sonic Fox stands tall at the end of a major Mortal Kombat tournament. Uh, Tekken Master and Rewind rounding out the top three. And then you see some names that you don't necessarily see so often. And that's probably been one of the biggest biggest joys of uh, the UFL so far, is that you see a player from Azerbaijan. Uh, MK Azerbaijan. Uh, you see players from Russia. You see players from Brazil. Players that don't normally get this big of a spotlight on them have a chance to step up. And we see this uh, in the other set of results as well. Uh, the Soul Calibur results from this past weekend. Uh, a couple f- few familiar names at the top. Woes uh, held off skill in the grand final. Uh you had Linkors and Utoto, one of the best Japanese players, rounding out the top four. Uh, but you see a couple of players from Korea who made the trip out. Uh, Akiopo and Kura. And they both made it out of the group stage. So it was it's really interesting to see communities that aren't necessarily in that spotlight all the time get a chance to shine. Heck yeah. I couldn't say the other word, so I guess I'll go with heck. I mean, you can say it. It just makes it harder for me to to edit later. Yeah. But, but it, man, it's... It, 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 there's nothing stopping you from just making my job difficult as hell. Well, nothing I feel like all. I do that enough without trying, so maybe I should try to not. But this is kind of like the 
like the first big invitational we've seen since the pandemic started, right? Like I don't think we've had yeah. uh something like this for a long long time. So, it's super yeah, cool. We- it's super cool to see. Sorry, Steve. Uh it's super cool to see uh the production value is great. I feel like that that arena they have with like the giant posters on the wall of the champions is pretty dope. I'm I'm a big fan. Um seeing Sonic Fox still be at the top of the world in Mortal Kombat. Like, is there anything they can't do at this point? Like, we were talking about representation from Russia and Azerbaijan. And here is Sonic Fox ruining it for everybody by being really good. (laughs) Obviously, I'm kidding. But, (laughs) uh, and then, you know, I saw a little bit of the Soul Calibur stuff. And, man, high-level Soul Calibur looks so cool. I wish I I I had, like, the patience to learn that game again. But it's so cool to see another Invitational. And, like, it feels like things are coming back. Finally. They're not slowly, yet, but slowly, yeah, we're getting there, and that and that sort of plays into. Uh, I don't know if we want to jump right into this Do right as well. Do jump uh, right but, in, but uh, obviously, the uh, ultimate fighting is a sixteen-player invitational for each game. Uh, we found out a couple weeks ago the lineup for Mortal Kombat. Last week we found out the lineup for Soul Calibur, and we just learned the full lineup of players for the Tekken 7 competition, which starts later this week. And it is a pretty good lineup. You've got some several of the Pakistani players, uh, Awais Hani and Bilal, as well as uh, former EVO champion Arslan Ash. Uh, Europe is well represented. Fergus, Daniel Motto, both in the n- countries you normally see, like France and Italy with Super Kuma and uh, Irlanda, Daniel Motto, but also in countries you don't necessarily see all the time. Uh, Joe Pelix, uh one of the best players in Finland who is al- always in those European events. Uh, Kira Kira from Switzerland. Blackbeard coming out from Denmark. JDCR and Saint as well representing uh, representing Korea as well as Book from Thailand. Mm. Man, this you, is do you see, stacked. It is a it's a very stacked tournament. Do you see a country or two not represented? Yes. Which one do you see? Where's Abel Del Maestro? He's my favorite player. No. Uh, no South American players, unfortunately. Uh, no North American players Yep. as well. And that was a bit of a talking point online. Uh, right after the announcement, uh, the uh, We Play team came out and said that they did invite uh, several North American players to come out. Uh, but for reasons out of their control, uh, none of them were able to work out. Uh you can kind of read between the lines and, and assume it's COVID related, although no one has said explicitly. Uh, we did get uh, confirmation from uh, Emily, uh, who is the co-founder of Team Equinox, that some of her team's players were invited but had to turn down. Uh, she did not specify which players were invited, but this is it includes Joey Fury and um, Cuddlecore among others. So, so several of the players you would expect to be in an event like this. Also, Lohai, 
was invited as well. Uh, he unfortunately had a uh, family health issue that he had to deal with, non-COVID related, but we're wishing him the best. Uh, so yeah, this is something you have to deal with when you're talking about these invitationals. But you have, it, it's amazing that you can still have those notable absences and still have a tournament this stacked. That, I think that speaks to Tekken and the deep bench that is the bench of talent and how amazing that game is. And not to say that other games don't. I mean, every game has such a huge, deep bench of talent, right? Because at the end of the day, fighting games are difficult. And there's a lot of players at the very top level uh, who are striving to be the best. So I guess it's the competitive nature of adversarial games. Who would have thought? Um, but it's super cool to see. Again, I'm a big fan. I, if you would have asked me like a couple years ago, I would say I hated invitationals, right? Because it's like, oh, why not let everybody play? Blah, 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 blah. But man, I'm having a good time watching these. Not going to lie. I don't know if I've just been starved for events or what. But yeah. And, and I think, yeah, I think, you know, if some of the pushback talk of going to, at least in some circles, where invitationals should be the prominent, the more prominent type of event, where, oh. you know, the open tournament shouldn't be as important. It should be more about uh, these invitationals, uh, these types of events. And I think there's certainly. There's room at the table for invitationals, absolutely. Um, I do feel, though, something special about the open bracket format. The idea that, you know, a scrub like me, a champion like Arslan Ash, we go to the same tournament, we both pay our money, both sit down, and we both prove it on the sticks how good mm -hmm. we are. You know, you don't get to coast on your name. Yep. Uh, you, you, you gotta, if you're, if you show up at an event, you have just as much of an opportunity to prove yourself as someone who's been doing it for 10, 15, 20 years, mm -hmm. someone who's won 20, 30 events, you have that opportunity. That is something that I feel is unique to us, or at least more unique than it, than you see in other prominent esports. And that's mm -hmm. something that I feel is part of our core yep and i totally agree man and i think that's kind of what's been attractive to the fgc in general right um i don't know if i ever said this but like one of the first the second tournament ever i went to was ect second match was justin wong <laughs> so, so it was one of those things that was like wow i gotta get my shit together sorry steve I caught you, myself. You've there. got like a month, month and a half of uh, swearing <laughs> to catch up on. Um, but yeah, man, it's man, it's so cool. I, I think that's honestly my favorite part of the FGC is that like literally anybody and anybody can just show up and tell everybody what for. You know, you, every everybody's got to walk the walk before they can talk the talk. Anything else we want to say about uh, UFL? Before we move on, uh, there is going to be plenty of good ass Tekken this weekend. No matter, good a no matter Tekken. What country you're rooting for? I think I think I think that word's okay. Now you've got me thinking. Dang it! 
If you can say ass, then you can say the S word that you don't like me to say because the FCC said it's not a bad word. This is not about the FCC. We've had this discussion. I know, but I'm just saying. Anyway, some good butt tacking. (laughs) Okay, that sounds awful. Don't say that. Good butt (laughs) tacking. Don't say that. Uh, Uh, All right, let's move on. Also, good. Go ahead. Hold on. Before we do, uh, good luck to Sharp FGC in chat. Uh, They're going to be on the Brazilian. Lang- or the Portuguese language recast uh, for Tekken this week. Oh, so, hope is... you have a. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, hope hope you take care of your voice. Uh, drink all the tea you can. Uh, I'm looking forward to a good weekend. I didn't know we had a Brazilian in our chat. Uh, I'm gonna say this. Sharp, sai. Só pode ter um brasileiro aqui. Vai embora. All right, that's only something him and I are gonna understand. I'm. Uh, by the way, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's move on. Along with the announcement of the Tekken lineup for UFL, we have a ton of new stuff that was announced, including something that just got announced less than an hour ago. But let's get through everything first, and then we'll get to the the fun stuff. We got to eat our meat and potatoes before we can get to dessert. Right, Steve? I think so. Uh, there might be a couple things uh, we'll hold off for to the end mm-hmm. to see if um, sh- uh, if we are joined by Sharpie later mm-hmm. on. Absolutely. Uh, but otherwise, uh, let's can we talk about a couple of potential new games? New games? Sure. What do yeah. where do we want to go first? Uh, let's start with something that was announced on the 31st of March. In some areas, it was the 1st of April. Mm -hmm. Uh, this was, I'm hoping this is real. I really hope this is real. It might not be. I hope it is too. If we're. But have you, you have not seen this trailer yet, have you? I have not. But I know what it is, and if it is what I think okay. it is, then I'm excited for it. Uh, let's play this trailer for this mysterious new game. All right. We're, we're going to be live reacting. I'm going to be live reacting. Let's go. Dude. <laughs> Sick. Oh, I want this to be a real thing. Oh, that was awesome. We're not watching that again. They, Sorry. They, so obviously, with the, release, uh, with the release date of the trailer, you have to take it with a grain of salt. However, uh, Fighting EX Layer got announced on April Fool's Day in the past, mm-hmm. and it's still a significant day in that game's history. Um, so it is very possible that this is a real thing, that we will have Fight of Gods, Cross Fight of Animal, Cross Battle. I hope this is real. Dude. I really hope this is real. Dude, Buddha versus Anubis? That'd be pretty sick. Dude, animals versus gods. I can't wait. Because some animals are gods and some gods are animals. Whoa. Is your mind blown? I blew my own mind. Uh, All right. Speaking of mind blowing, we got to do it. Everybody, let's get ready for our weekly KOF character reveal. Here's character number 11. I haven't seen this either, so let's check it out. Oh, that's who he is. Steve, I thought you said there were two. That was only one. 
Oh, you light um, double check. Double check. What because. Do you mean double, check? double check. Oh, I see what you mean be... now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant there were two in one video. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm looking forward to we KOS 15. What were you saying, Steve? I'm sorry, I just talked over you. All right, I, I want to see who chat looking forward to more, King or, or Yashiro. I, I I think I know who's gonna win that poll. I I, I think. What based on the joke I, that you I made think, earlier? Yeah, yeah. There's a reason that that joke gets made. <laughs> All right, chat. Let us know, King or the other person. Yashiro. Oh, it's, it looks like it's pretty split. Some would say it's 50-50. Right, uh, it's not the runaway that I expected. I apologize. I, I, I need to put more respect on Yashiro's name. And with the King of Fighters stuff done, uh, I guess we're still waiting to hear more uh, of King of Fighters. But there was something else that got revealed. Something that surprised the hell out of me. I'm not going to lie. And it was this. New Melty Blood. Why not? A new a new Melty Blood game. Type Lumina. Who saw that coming? Uh, I sure didn't. It, it, for me, it's not so much the, um, the announcement itself, which came last week. It's the fact that it is... Uh, announced for the the systems it's announced for. You would expect PC because obviously Melty is and PC are pretty much synonymous. Mm -hmm. But no PC announcement as of yet. However, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Melty Crazy. in 2021 on console is happening all right everybody break out uh everybody clean up those bathrooms now that's a joke i feel kind of bad about that, making that. It, but <laughs> uh anyway i'm referring to the tournament that happened at the uh, all right whatever you guys get it uh no dude melty is exciting man i was actually really debating on buying melty so i could learn it because i've never played it and it looks super cool I guess I don't have to buy the... I guess I have to buy it now. I just got to do it. Got to do it. All right. So, uh, no specifics in terms of release date beyond just simply coming out in 2021. Mm -hmm. So, it remains to be seen when exactly we'll get our hands on Cyblumina. But mm -hmm. it's in the works. It's being worked on, and uh, we're going to see it. Yeah, that's exciting. On console in 2021. And judging by how the trajectory has been going, we might even get it before Guilty Gear. <laughs> that, that's just mean-spirited. Look, they that's started it when they made fun of Cyberpunk. Uh, but anywho. But, but do we need to continue yes. the cycle of bullying and taunting? You know, it, Is at, it some point, Is at some point... At some point, somebody has... To, Someone has to stand up and say, no more. We're going to stop making fun of delayed games right here, right now, 
be the change you want to see in the world. Okay. I'm not making fun of the fact that it's delayed. I'm making fun of the fact of the karma <laughs> of the situation that is happening. Uh, Steve, you just put something in the dock. Very unexpected. Want to go into it? So I mentioned earlier that uh, fighting EX Lair, uh, the we mentioned how April Fool's Day has been a significant day in that game's history. Um, they've had updates and releases linked to April Fool's Day, and then the new version of that game. Uh, they said that they were aiming for a release on April Fool's Day 2021. Uh, unfortunately, they did not make that uh, date. They, the developers came out and said that they are still working on it. Uh, it may be two weeks. It may be a month. It may be two months. Uh, but keep your ears uh, and eyes on the Fighting EX Layer Twitter account to catch updates for that game. Uh, we should be hearing more soon. Uh, just not quite yet. If only they didn't make fun of Cyberpunk. I'm kidding. They didn't make fun of Cyberpunk. But, I mean, look, I'm a fan of developers saying, hey, it's not ready yet. We're going to go back to the drawing board. Then we're going to come back and things are going to be good, right? Because I'm really not a fan of the whole release it while it's a pile of dookie and then make it better. Yeah, but I mean that's sort of that's sort of the way game gaming is now, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Where yeah, the the day zero patch, the post launch patch is you know par for the course, and you see it anytime you brought up Cyberpunk. How many people when that game's delay got announced? complain because oh my goodness i took vacation for these specific days so i could play your game and you're delaying it you monsters How's you know expectations fault? are we put expectations so high on game developers uh we want everything we want everything to be perfect out of the box and we want it you know when we want it. We don't want to have to wait a month, two months. Uh, I don't see that changing anytime soon. Um, it's just, you know, we as gamers have come to accept it. And I yeah. don't think uh, enough of us are really ready to make those changes in order to change developer behavior. Game development is not easy, right? And yeah. I think... For my personal opinion, I I think we need to see it as a consumer type of thing, right? I'm buy we're buying something. We are paying money for something, and there's a difference between buying something that you're. There's a difference between buying games and buying other consumer goods, right? Because at the end of the day, for most consumer goods, you know what you're getting. With games and movies alike, you're kinda, you, you don't really know what's happening, right? Like you're going in with a specific expectation and you're not sure what you're getting. So part of me understands why this culture around the gaming industry is so quote-unquote cutthroat 
when it comes to game developers, but another part of me doesn't like that. Because, and, and I think we're going to get to a point, and this is like a complete tangent. I don't know why I'm going down this here, but I guess I just want my opinion heard. With video games, I think we're going to get to a critical point where things are going to get really bad again, like they were in like the early 90s. Because all of these big name developers who spend millions and millions of dollars making games are going to all be making the same game. And it's going to turn into a point where people just get so sick and tired of playing the same games that the indie market's going to explode more so than it already has. Or gaming in general is just going to stop and then somebody has to come up with something new, right? Nobody's taking risks in the big game world anymore. That's why we're not getting new games. That's why everybody's just remaking old games, right? Because it's risky. So I think my worry, and I don't know, again, why I went down this path in my brain, but I think my worry is that it's going to get to a point where we're all going to just be playing the same game over and over again and we're going to get sick of it and then the end of the world happens in the video game industry. I think you're missing something there when you talk about no... I, I think you're missing out on the fact that the risks are still being taken. They're just being taken by the independent developers. Mm -hmm. And when you have a success there, guess what? Those big, uh, those big publishers are going to be fast followers. You know, they're going to see, okay, this works. Let's do that. And it's going to feel fresh. Not, not everyone is going to be familiar with this small independent game. But but when EA does it and puts, you know, 20 million of marketing behind it, oh, yeah, that looks cool. Mm -hmm. And then you'll that cycle will repeat and repeat and repeat. They don't necessarily have to be the one taking risks. I think you're going to see a little different culture around, you know, your AAA titles because you can't put. 40, you know, you can't put eight figures into a brand new IP and you're still going to see new ideas. It's just not necessarily going the biggest names taking the biggest risks. Yeah, which is what I find sad in a way. Just because, and, and, like, those and, are the people that can do it, right? The people with the money can do anything. The indie developers, some of them are just, is just literally one person. <laughs> like, And it's like some of the success story out of indie developers are amazing. Like freaking the, the Stardew Valley guy. One guy made this game, and it's huge. Now he's like a bajillionaire or something. So, you know. But anyway, I guess that's a talk for like a, <laughs> a game industry podcast, not necessarily a fighting game podcast. <laughs> but but here, let me, th let me throw a link in chat. Uh, NPD. Uh, the February 2021 best-selling titles. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, indies? No, they're not indies. They're sequel, sequel, mm -hmm. uh, sequel, 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 mm -hmm. sequel, 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 sequel. Uh, every game in the top 15 is a sequel or a spinoff or basically an, an existing property. How often, you know, and I'm guilty of this too, you know, we, we talk about wanting originality in games, and yet we go spend money on remasters. Yep. Like Final Fantasy VII Remastered. Sweet, I'm in! 
Katamari Damacy Remastered. I'm in! Yeah! Brand new game. Yeah, I'll wait. Yeah, money's hard. <laughs> money's hard. Uh, but no, I see your point. And I'm guilty of it too, to be honest. But anyway, speaking of sequels, should we talk about DLC? <laughs> Let's talk about DLC. Alright. Uh, Street Fighter V Winter Update. They announced more DLC stuff. And look, this is going on right now. They're showing off Rose. This is her new... Uh, they went in depth with her uh, V-Skill system uh, for her tarot cards. Uh, one of them is a debuff, which they're showing right now, which uh, makes your opponent do less damage. Look at that. Crazy. The tower, it's called. Uh, the death card causes them to take more chip damage, right? So the way her tarot card v system is uh v skill system is there's two buffs and two debuffs the two buffs for her are she gets a little more damage and she gets to recover uh v meter and then the debuffs are more chip damage or less damage dealt to the opponent so fun stuff there for rose they also went into soul satellite and a little bit into their into her um v triggers uh so she gets like the nash teleport but it's not really a nash teleport it's got like less options yeah, uh, it 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 did seem really weird that uh, her, she has three three options for teleport all the way back to the back of the screen, directly behind the opponent, or behind and above the opponent. Mm -hmm. So you don't really have that fake teleport option, which I feel you know you've got one escape and two mix up options. You don't have you know, if, if there was a uh, teleport in place or teleport directly in front of the opponent option, I think would make it a lot more damaging and a lot more difficult to deal with. Yeah. Um, oh, here. They're actually, this is like live from the stream. I tried to pull B-roll footage, but I couldn't find any because I'm not a subscriber to Capcom. I'm sorry. But they're actually talking about her V-Skill 2 now, the Soul Satellite, which is, you know, the super. She can call two. That looks really interesting. I, I feel like we already know what the most used V-Skill and V-Trigger is going to be for Rose. Right? And here it is. This is the V-Trigger Soul Illusion, which is exactly from the Alpha series where she gets a clone. And you can do crazy combos. Look at this. Crazy. Wild. Um, But I'm curious to see what people find, man. I feel like the the teleport one, the teleport V-Trigger... I think we're seeing it as a mix-up thing, but I don't think it's a mix-up thing. I honestly think it might just be like a combo extender because that's how they were showing it, right? She was confirming off of fireballs by uh, teleporting behind the person. She was uh, extending combos by going up after she hit somebody with something, you know. I don't know. I'm excited for Rose, man. I, I, you know, she looks good. The thing is, you need... Obviously, if you know the teleport, part of the part of the strength of teleport is not knowing when it's coming. Mm -hmm. So if if it's solely used as a combo extender or get out of jail, you know you don't really have. I, I, you know, it just feels weird seeing a no, seeing that without an option for a no mix at XO. Yep. Man. I don't know. I guess it's one of those things where we're going to see when she releases, which they announced she's releasing in 
13 days. Lucky number 13. So the 19th. April 19th. So that's that exciting. That's interesting. After. Yeah. That is after the first CPT event mm -hmm. of the year. Japan number one. By the way, I want to personally thank Capcom for finally doing a show, an update, before our show so we can talk about it. Thank you, Capcom. Now I really believe you're listening to the people who matter. And by people, I mean person. <laughs> and by person, I mean me. <laughs> Man, Matt but no, Steve. like <laughs> Not Sharpie. <laughs> it's all about a lot. Look, I've been gone a while, all right? Uh, but uh, when, I saw the, when I saw the date and the time, when I saw it was uh, Pacific, I, my heart immediately sunk because I thought it was going to be during our show. But then when I saw it was an hour before our show, I was like, Lord Capcom, you've done it. Uh, and, uh, Steve, we, talked a we mentioned this before we went live, but... I'm a fan of this new format. Like, 30 minutes, here's all the info, here's some cool stuff. I almost said it. Here's some cool stuff. Zip, zap, zop. Verbatim is what I said. Zip, zap, zop. We're in, we're out. Bam. On to the next thing. I'm a big fan of that. Right? And I think it's just because as I get older, I think I'm worried about not having enough time to do stuff or to live. So, having having this be... Like, here, info, info. Here's Oro. He has a double jump from third strike. Gonna cause a lot of grief. Suck it. Here's Rose. Here's this collab that nobody cares about because I don't know who Zed is. Here's the trailer you've already seen for Capcom Pro Tour. Here's more stuff. Here's stuff that we you didn't think we were going to talk about, but we did. And I'm going to bring that up in just a little bit. Um, but yeah, man, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of the two guys, Matsumoto-san and the other dude, whose name I currently can't remember. Like those, those two are, those two are cool. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of what they're doing. I think it's long, long overdue to have like this kind of transparency and like for pe for them to like help people get excited about stuff that's coming. You know, that's been long overdue. I think. What do you think of the new format, Steve? Do you want it to be an hour long? No, no, we don't necessarily need it to be an hour. Uh, maybe if we were talking about, like, the season six reveal, mm -hmm. assuming we're getting one. I don't think we are. But if, if we were talking about a substantial, here's the, here's the update that is going to be the heart of everything we do for a year. Here's our roadmap. Here are the things we you can expect on this date. Here's the first two, three characters we're working on. Um, you know, if, if it's something like that, I'm fine with a longer presentation. But this, you know, 20, 25 minutes has really been that sweet spot of, mm -hmm. uh, making sure you have enough time to show everything off, but still, you know, keeping things moving, keeping things. Uh, at a good pace and keeping everybody interested. Yeah, because it was all killer, no filler, except mm -hmm. for the Zed crossover. Which, you know, if, if you're a fan of Zed, you know, he, he, he had... I got subtle because I heard it all the time. Like, wow, you just meet me in the middle, like fifteen times a day. Mm -hmm. I'm good on that. 
Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I, uh, I feel, I don't know if you guys filled out the, they put the, they put the survey. And again, that's another great thing. They're putting out surveys and they're gauging community interest, uh, right after the stream. And <laughs> there was a specific question in this survey that said, you noted you weren't interested about Zed. Why? <laughs> oh, you know what I was interested about though? Check this out. Oh man, Check it. they actually showed Akira gameplay. Look at this, beating up, beating up on Dan. Poor Dan, always getting beat up. Poor Dan, poor, poor Dan. So I doesn't look like any surprises here until the very end. Oh yeah, where they showed the the Thanos reveal. Yeah, the man. You know what is crazy? We're coming up on it. I think. Yeah, I think it's after this. There it is! Rival schools yeah. air combos! Oh, man, that looked cool. That's That scares me. <laughs> that absolutely scares me. Dude, I cannot wait to see. And if they start going this way, then it's definitely going to be a thing where they're going to start taking characters from other IPs and faithfully putting them. It's going to be like a Tekken thing, right? Like how Tekken put... Uh, Akuma, and they put Geese in the Tekken 7, and it feels very faithful to the series, right? Because they have all their crazy stuff, but they fit in Tekken. If they can pull this off, then I want to see more crazy shenanigans from Capcom fighting games. What, uh, I'm interested to see how much, uh, how much control you have over that air combo. Mm -hmm. it could if be it's a just thing. like... Yeah, it could be a V-Trigger thing. It could be uh, just, hey, you know, you get this this chain of air moves, you know, as your special or what have you. Um, but it, it does open up the possibility of her having some specific air combo stuff that you can do, which, you know, they, they've done a really good job, I have to say, this season especially, of opening the game up, trying new things, giving players something new to think about, whether it's the stuff with uh, uh, basically all of Rose. Mm -hmm. All of Rose just feels like, okay, let's throw a few few different mechanics in there and they can have fun with whatever they want to have fun with. So I'm, I'm not putting it past them to actually go with go that route of, okay, you've got Six, seven options and no nuts. Yeah. Also, Steve. So Steve has an issue with his Ethernet wiring. That's why he's cutting in and out every once in a while. But I just want to let you know, Steve, it just sounded like you said there's no problem with no nuts. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Live your best life. Uh, I thought that was really funny. Um but, uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm excited. And they showed a lot of Oro off. I know we haven't talked about Oro yet because uh, I was kind of stalling until we saw the Akira stuff on the stream because I don't have any control over that. Um, man, Oro looks so cool. He's got his double jump. The turtle looks hilarious. He throws the turtle up, kicks somebody in the face, and then catches the turtle. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, yeah, there's a lot of cool things they're doing, and he's and again, it's the same kind of concept. Like he seems super faithful to Third Strike, so I can't wait to see uh, what they do to him. There's no problem with no nuts. Ace King offsuit 2021. Put that one on the docket for the besties. 
we'll we'll put that on a shirt. How about that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, man, uh, go ahead. Sorry. The thing, the thing with uh, Turtle, it's it seems like he's going to have a quite a few moves that have just massive, massive recovery, just waiting for that turtle to come down. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if there is going to be any sort of risk reward uh, with that, or if it's something you can actually uh, just skip, sort of cancel out of. And I think that might be the case because like, that's because that's kind of how. Sorry to cut you off, but I think that might be the case because that's kind of how flourishes work in this game, right? Like, for example, Dan, like, if you hit Roundhouse and he hits the person and then you let him sit there, he, like, stumbles a little bit and then goes back to his stance. But if you start walking around, it cancels that. Um, but, no, he looks super cool. They went into his V-skills, V-triggers. Like, everything looks super dope. Uh, he's got some new moves. But, again, I can't say enough about the turtle. Looks hilarious. Even, like, after he hits a fierce, he hits a fierce... Or, I'm sorry, he hits a kick, and he grabs the turtle like this and goes like this to switch sides. It's crazy. It looks so cool. Uh, but above all else, I think, Steve, you and I were talking about different Thanos scenes. This is what I saw. Boom! Who dat? That's Daigo. Bye, Daigo. Just, and I like how he jumps away. <laughs> like... Like, I wish you could pull that back up. But he just sort of walks, like, waves at his sister, and then, like, okay, I'm far enough away. Now I can, now I can do the whole, uh, now I can do the whole, uh, uh, poochie treatment because my home planet needs me. Uh, I hope that's in the game where that's, like, uh, an actual V trigger thing. That'd be cool. Just having Daigo come in for a Nadeshko assist. Uh, but yeah. Anything else we want to talk about the Street Fighter Five update? What else do we um, have? It looks like a lot. You know, Capcom, I, I have been very critical of Capcom for the things they've gotten wrong, or at least the things I felt they got wrong. Uh, I feel like Season 5, they've been very, very successful in what they've intended to do, um, and they do deserve props for it. Um, the way they're communicating, what they're trying to do with the game. Um, they, they they deserve credit. So, Capcom, I tip my imaginary hat to you. Yeah. Um, it's funny because, you know, I remember when it was announced that Ono was splitting and that things were going to be different. Uh, I got to be honest, I was super worried, right? Because I didn't know. Like, we don't know what was going on in there. We don't know what happened. Uh, but... I think the fact that they took what was successful about how they were handling Monster Hunter and they're switching it over to Street Fighter is such a huge important thing. Because, man, at first I wasn't really sold on it, right? Because, like, I don't like looking at PowerPoint presentations and stuff. But hot diggity. I'm a fan of, like, how transparent they're being. It's exactly what you said, Steve. Like, they're being transparent about stuff. They're kind of introducing more of what's going on behind the scenes like man when they were showing the the mocap for oro where they legit had the dude upside down like hanging in wires oh my god i'm a huge fan of that i love seeing stuff like that so i'm a fan see 
here's here's what's interesting to me. Capcom's doing so well, they're getting praise for their presentations, even though they're not saying anything about netcode. Yep. Because this is the second one in a row mm-hmm. where, you know, people were thinking, please say rollback, please say rollback, please say rollback. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, nothing. But well, here's the thing, Steve. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Finish, finish your thought. No, you, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, what I was going to say is we can do something about it. They have surveys. And it seems like they're looking at those surveys, right? Because you can tell it with each presentation, they're making it more concise. They're making it shorter and they're just doing more and more information each time. So they're obviously, and obvi- like, why would they have a survey if they're not looking at the dang thing, right? So that's the thing. It's like you now have an avenue for your opinion to get looked at. I remember we had a talk where we didn't know how to share our opinion or what we wanted out of a game, so we just so people would just go harassing developers on Twitter and that was super terrible. Now we have like an avenue where they're like, "Hey, this is how we're gauging interest. This is how we're seeing if we're doing something good and we're doing something bad." All you have to do is just take like the 5 minutes to fill out that survey, which is oddly kind of satisfying cuz I could put I'm not at all interested in Zed. And then get a question of why, and then say, I don't even know who he is. And no offense to Zed or Zed fans at all. I Just not my cup of tea. Not my thing. If for... the audience for that specific drop is people who like Street Fighter and people who like Zed, mm-hmm. and how big is that crossover on that Venn diagram? I don't know. I don't know how big. Um, I, I would love to see more things where it wasn't like brand apparent. Mm-hmm. Like if it's going to be street fighter cross somebody don't necessarily make it like street fighter cross blank or whoever it is, you know, just like some cool street fighter designs, like, like where, where it is all about the street fighter design. Say it one more time, Steve, where it's like what? all about the street fighter design and you know if you're just a fan of the game you can pick it up without like having to know who zed is right and that and that's actually like one of the things i wrote down in the survey is like i was looking forward to seeing the designs and if they had some cool stuff i was going to get it but like it's blanco with zed's name on top it's like i'm gonna pass on that one (laughs) uh oh yeah and they had the cap jams where they showed a uh a version of uh, a new version of Dan's song, which was pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. I sat, I didn't think I was gonna sit there and watch it because I had to go eat dinner before the show started. I didn't eat dinner before the show started because of that stupid song. Because it was really good. I had a good time listening to it. Man, how cool that was! Just reminded me how much I wish they released President of the World mm-hmm. on some format. <laughs> that was my big takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> oh man remember when <laughs> remember when he performed it live at capcom cup that one year i tried to forget i tried to forget. <laughs> oh man i i'm just waiting you know what would be funny and honestly if capcom really knew the competitive audience i feel like they should ham this up as if they got dj ipad to do a crossover <laughs> 
And it was like just a picture of him hitting his iPad. Ah, <laughs> oh, that'd be so sick. I would totally get. Uh, I would totally. I, get a, I think. A I think there's like a thirty-five percent chance that a rival would be down for that. <laughs> like one in three, at least one in three. Yeah. That that if if someone made a rival that offer, you'd be like, okay, I'm down. Let me let me just put on a little protective layer here first. <laughs> one of those old school leather helm football helmets. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Good times. We're going to have to, I really want to have a stream where, and I think this is just a product of the pandemic. I really want to have a stream where we just reminisce about old events in FGC history and all the funny stuff that we've forgotten along the way. Like, you remember that? You remember uh, during hotel tournaments, during ballroom tournaments, where Anytime there was a break in the action, some streamers would like look for somebody sleeping in the audience and they just called it getting bodied. To me, that was so funny. And they had like, you know, like yipes. <laughs> it's just uh, like completely dead on a chair. <laughs> I don't think that ever happened to yipes, but I can't like recall like one specific person who that happened to. I, I do remember Spooky falling asleep on like on commentary. Yeah, that was my fault. During. You, you monster. You monster. <laughs> that was my first tournament ever. I was nervous, so I bought him a drink. And then he fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to redo it. It, it, all it all depends on what goes down on Saturday night. Most everyone's out at that point mm -hmm. at Saturday night. You know, if, if, you're, if you're like a three-day tournament, Sunday's all about top eight, top 32. Pretty much everyone there is done. Mm -hmm. So Saturday night is when the uh, showdowns and or debauchery happens. Yep. And uh, depending on what goes down in said showdowns and or debauchery, there might be some people who think they can make it all the way through Sunday finals and uh, find out about one game in that, no, they cannot. They mm -hmm. absolutely cannot. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and Spooky is the hardest man, hardest working man in the FGC. I still, I still think that to this day. Um, remember Salty Sweets? Salty Sweets were fun. I want those back. But yeah, um, Steve, it looks like we are out of things to talk about. Or do we want to talk about the other two things? Or do we want to wait next week for Sharpie? Uh, we might have to do. We might have to hold off on the lower one for next week. But uh, there is something I want to talk about. Okay, this go for week. It. Um, we talked about things we didn't expect in 2021. Oh, uh, that's when right. We mentioned Melty. Mm -hmm. How about an official Skullgirls tour? About dang time. <laughs> this. And, and obviously, I wanted Chirpy on here uh, for this because she's she was a big part of the Skullgirls tour from a couple years back, which was a community-run, community-backed uh, of events. This is not... Uh, 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 the community is going to be involved here, but this is run and backed uh, by the Skullgirl dev team. Mm -hmm. um, this was announced earlier this week. Uh, it centers around 
three major off our online events, excuse me, called blockbusters. Uh, one for each season, spring, summer, and fall. Uh, the spring one starts not this weekend, but next weekend with qualifiers. And then the finals taking place the week after. Um, those are going to be the biggest points halls uh, on the circuit. There's also going to be minor tournaments uh, that are both run by the dev team and the community as well. Um, think of them like uh, uh, challenger events mm -hmm. from the Tekken World Tour mm -hmm. where you can participate in as many as you want, but your best three will count towards your points haul. And at the end of the season, uh, six, er, the top eight players will qualify directly for the finals. Uh, there will be eight more spots determined in a last chance qualifier event. And then once those 16 players are determined, they will square it out uh, in a tournament uh, for with a $10,000 prize pool. That's crazy. Yeah. Wild. Plus, there, yeah. Plus, uh, we're we've got twenty five hundred dollar prize pools uh, for each of those three blockbuster tournaments yeah. uh, that I mentioned. So we've got over seventeen thousand for Skullgirls yeah. in twenty twenty one. Who'd have thunk? <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Um, also, am I reading this right? So there's going to be eight people from a last chance qualifier. Yes. So, I yeah, wonder if it, they're it, gonna do it, it like. I wonder if they're gonna do it like. I forget which. It might have been Tekken where they had like a bunch of. Oh no, it was Dragon Ball Fighters where they had a bunch of. Last chance qualifiers at the event. Yeah, that 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 format that was also used at the uh, um, few years back at the Killer Instinct World Cup Finals, mm -hmm. where it's just it okay, everybody. Yeah. Um, at, for one year, I should say. Yeah. Uh, very. It, it, it's going to be interesting to see if they just do a tournament and it's top eight from that, or if it's going to be eight separate tournaments. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I I, 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 I would oh, imagine ahead. it's the former. Yeah. I would imagine it's the former. There's a part of me that really liked seeing, and again, I don't. I think this was with Dragon Ball Fighters that was recent where they had a bunch of tournaments that was like, oh, this person got it, so they don't have to play anymore. And then other people would just sign up for the next tournament, and they would, like, fight it out again. And I don't know, man. I'm a big fan of, like, fast-paced, like, all-or-nothing tournaments just to have everybody just be like, oh, I want to get in. And then, like, have, like, the people who are, like, struggling for morale and and, like will to play at the end of the day being like i got two more i gotta do it um oh was it arxis that did that maybe it was arxis that did that i don't my brain sucks yeah yeah well arxis was like players got divided into separate lcqs oh okay where, like, you signed up, got in, like, basically a pool, and one person came out of each pool. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, with the uh, KI and the DBFC stuff, it was everyone who's there could sign up for one, 
and then can sign up for the second one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. yep. Yep. That's it. I love that stuff. I really do. Um, while I was gone, did you guys talk about Lydia at all and Tekken 7? Uh, not much beyond her existence. Do you have thoughts? Because I know you've been sitting on them for a oh, while. Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't gotten to play her yet. I bought the pack. I bought the thing. I spent the money. I haven't had the chance to play. However, I have been watching other people play. A lot of people were worried that she was like Leroy, right? Because she's got a lot of parries. Um, but she's like a true like karate person. And I think people with the last couple of DLC characters for Tekken, it felt like when people started playing them, they were like super good, right? Specifically like Falcon Ram, Leroy uh, were too good, like meta changing too good. Almost like eight Nikali's in top eight at Capcom Cup a couple years ago. I don't think that's an issue with this character. However, I think that character still looks badass as hell. Right? Like, you got the Prime Minister of Poland coming in just being like, Get out of here. You devil gin. This is my country. Um, I'm a a fan, dude. I'm a fan. I haven't gotten to play her yet, but she has a lot of, like, crazy strings, kind of like Leroy. She has a lot of frame traps. Uh, she looks super dope, dude. She looks super dope. I'm a fan. I think that's all I really have to say. I'm going to stop saying it because I think I've said it about four times. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 it's one of those things where I think we're going to find out when UFL happens, how she's doing, you know? It'll be the first big test. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I've been seeing Anakin play her. And Anakin makes any character look super fun, to be honest. Uh, I've been seeing book mess around with her. You know, you can just go on Twitch and watch Tekken players just having fun. It's crazy. We live in a world where we can do that. All right, Steve. I think we are out of topics. We're 15 minutes early, but I think that's all right. Right? What do you think? Yeah. I I, I think uh, we're going to have to... We're going to have to call it. Um, I do not. If I look thinner, it's simply because I'm blending into the background. There, there's just as much of me now as there was before. Hmm. Interesting. I'm 20 pounds lighter if you guys care. <laughs> you look good. I, I, I said it before. Stress will do that. You look... <laughs> I'm sorry you came, it came from stress. Nah, it's good. Uh, and no, like, Steve, I think you look good. Whether you realize it or not, sir. Um, don't cut yourself short. You I'm not cutting cut. myself short. I'm cutting myself fat. Anyway, uh, uh, that's no, been fine. our time. <laughs> Steve, any last words for the people before we sign off for today? Uh, I got nothing. I got, I got nothing this week. Uh, I'm going to have to award a whole bunch of besties of the week next week to catch up. Mm-hmm. So we're, so we're getting, watch on out top for that. Of, yeah, we're getting on top of our stuff here. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm going to pe- peel the curtain a little bit. We have a giant dock of things that we're going to change to make the show better. So we're doing it for you. Yeah. Dang animals. And by animals, I mean, besties. 
because you're here watching our show and we appreciate the heck out of that thank you thank you for catching yourself yep 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 all right that's been our time my name is elon i've been gone for a long time i'm sorry about that but i'm back now that's my twitter info you can follow me on there i don't tweet uh this here my cohort the homie the main squeeze steve ace king off suit jurek there's this twitter info over there he does tweet now that there's more tournaments are you going to start putting out more schedules uh if we, that's the hope we'll see heck yeah i i i i've got i've got a couple projects i'm working on at this time so we'll see how that goes okay then we'll look forward to seeing those projects because i can only assume they're fgc related if not i'm gonna be disappointed i'm kidding i'm not gonna be disappointed fly your own birds <laughs> i'm gonna hit the button <laughs> goodbye everybody <laughs> good night canada <laughs>